I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we are here till 11. Feel free to get online. We have one line open for you, 800-966-WTIC and 522-WTIC. And we are broadcasting live over at the WTIC Facebook page if you want to follow us. Um, and Mark Zuckerberg hasn't taken us down yet. We're there. <laughs> Let's get to your calls. We've got uh, Bill in Southington up first. Bill, what's going on? Good morning, gentlemen. Uh mm. I'm in the process of moving from New Britain to Southington, and I've oh, had welcome. Comcast. Thank you. And I've had Comcast in New Britain for the past 30 years. And about mm-hmm. five years ago, I went cordless. And um, you know, I just have internet service from Comcast, and I have a Asus router that I keep up to date with the latest firmware, and I have a Motorola 3.1 modem. Um, would I have to get a new router and modem if, when I go with uh, Cox here in Southington? Uh, not necessarily. So your router should be fine. That is yours, and it doesn't matter what type of Internet service you use. Um, the modem, though, can be carrier-specific. So I would tell um, you to... I'm sorry. I, um, it, it's not a Comcast modem. It's, you know, it's something that I bought uh, Yes, but you bought it's a it's a Comcast obviously supported modem. They support that. Yes, yes, correct. So if you go on Cox's website, you can see if it is also listed as a supported modem in their environment. And have you looked into GoNetSpeed? We're lucky enough in Southington that GoNetSpeed is there. It's a fiber service. Um, oh, yeah, no, I haven't. I wasn't aware of that. That's why I'm bringing it up. So if you want to go and put your address in. And you'll find out if you could get access to fiber speeds, which is the smallest they service they offer residential is 150 up and 150 down, way more than you need. But guess what? It only costs you 50 bucks, guaranteed yeah, for yeah. life. Yeah, well, Comcast in New Britain, I have the uh, what do you call it, uh, Blast Plus, and it's like pay 98 bucks a month, and I get 300 megabits download and 12 megabits uh, upload. Right. You know? So, so I can cut your, yeah, I can cut your cost in half and, uh, guaranteed for life, no increases, and it's 150 by 150. So you'll be in great shape. I would tell you to take a look to see if you're going to get it at your new address. And then your router would still work. You would just get a different fiber modem from, they would provide a modem from GoNetSpeed. Uh, GoNetSpeed. Okay. And I have a quick, uh, quick, uh, Facebook question. 
All right. Um, about a week ago, I've never had an issue logging into Facebook, and all of a sudden, about a week ago, I wasn't able to log into Facebook mm-hmm. under my account anymore. And then I got a message saying that they needed to verify my identity, and they right. wanted me to provide them with a driver's license or a birth certificate or yeah. a passport. And I, I'm saying, what and why? Well, there's two problems there, right? Passport, driver's license. So I think we both think your account was hacked, right? So you your pass. Okay. So somebody's logging in as you with your email address and your password. And the question is, the verifications that are being asked for. It'd be nice to know your driver's license number, right? Because that's additional factors as far as what a bad guy could do with that data. Now, if it's truly Facebook asking for this to prove you are who you are, to get your identity back or your Facebook identity back, then that's one thing. Um, I've never had my Facebook page hacked. My password's pretty robust. Um, so I've never been through this personally, but I would tell you to do some research uh, before you start putting pictures of your driver's license or whatever they're asking for and, and send it to whoever's asking for it. Did you? Did they reach out to you and say they want to check your identity? Well, um, or did you- yeah, well, when I go to Facebook.com and I enter my uh, username and password, right. Um, I get a message saying access denied. You know, I have the two-factor authentication where they send me a code. Oh, good. You know, and uh, when I, um, you know, click on send me the code, it does not send me a code. Ooh. Somebody hacked it. They changed your password. And changed your number. They changed the number to them and not to you. Right. Okay. So So how do I clear that up? (laughs) <laughs> like I said, you're going to have to go on Facebook's page itself and do some, uh, I'm sure there's some um, uh, frequently asked questions on how to gain access to your account. We can go find a link to it as well. But you're going to be the one that needs to do all the, the legwork. All the legwork, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what made me nervous was it kind of sounded like somebody reached out to you and said, hey, prove your identity by sending this. And if you're not sure who's asking for that, it could be a bad guy further trying to take over some of your identity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm going to have to do a little bit of research. And because uh, okay. I'm, I'm a member of a couple of professional forums on Facebook, and I miss uh, having access to those forums. So yeah, I have a link. Yeah. I have a link that we. I, I have a link we can post uh, for Facebook where it says a report compromised account. And there's a button there that says my account is compromised, and you can go to that and then see where it goes from there. Yeah, that may be a oh, way. Oh, yeah, thank you very much. I'll do that when I get back to uh, my house in New Britain. I'll probably do it this evening. The only if thing I that can, con- I'm in the process of moving, so. Yeah, the only thing that concerns me, Bill, is that that second fa- when the bad guy was hacking your account and he either guessed your password or what have you, that second factor should have hit your phone. So. The fact that you well, didn't. Uh, yeah, the problem was, you know, um, it, it it comes up with the feel for the, uh, uh, you know, for the uh, um, second factor, and then underneath it says if you don't get it, you know, um, you know, click on this, and uh, I do that, and it comes back saying denied. Yeah, but the point is, my when anybody hacks anybody's account, when they make these changes. You know, they they would have had to log in with the password, 
is it that your second factor is never asked for every time or only asked for occasionally? Um, um, it, uh, no, it's every time. It, it, it's every time I try to, uh, I ask for uh, the uh, second factor, you know, uh, number. Um, I don't get it. So um, you have to ask for it. Yes. Okay, so it's not well, fully implemented. I have to ask for it now. Previously, I didn't. It would automatically, you know, they would automatically send it to me. Oh, they now would. I have to ask, now I have to ask for it, and when I ask for it, it says denied. Interesting. So I'm just trying to figure out how the bad guy got past that second factor sent, being sent to you when, when, when that person got into your account. That's what yeah. I'm trying to figure out, because they should have been impacted by that second factor if you always were. They shouldn't be able to change it without putting the factor in. So how did they do that? Well, I went to a site where they said I needed to change my password because right. it timed out. Right. And so I changed my password, and then I went to log in, and it said, uh, you know, I couldn't log in. Right. So it said I needed to change my password. Again. Okay. Yeah. So it said, when you're going to have to send you a code, what's your phone number? Well, that was to put it in separately. He's already had it in well, there. Well, no, it, but it sent it to my, If I had been somebody else trying to hack in, well, that would be I could have put my phone number yeah. in, and it would have come to me, and, right. and I'm in, and then I change everything. Yeah, I know, I know. But in his case, it was locked down. I don't know. Something's fishy, Bill. I'm worried that there's more going yeah. on with your account than that. I don't want to make you a little overly afraid, but it does sound a little, a little extra fishy. Um, yeah, all right. Well, what I'll do is I'll... Um, Go on your website, and uh, I'll click on that link saying where um, that my account has been compromised and see what happens from there. Very good. Yeah, we'll put some links up there for you, sir. Good luck. And, and check out GoNetSpeed. I think you'd be very happy. Thank you. Thank you You're for the information. All right. Um, enjoy the day. I mean, it would be a lot nicer if it was 80 degrees and sunny. but uh, Yeah, not in Connecticut. <laughs> no, not today. All right. Take care. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Bye. So that's the thing about two-factor authentication. So it, it didn't really save Bill, right? So the worry I have about Bill's account is that somehow that second factor that the bad guy would have had to put in when he when he figured out Bill's password didn't go to Bill's phone and like it normally does. So in that case, could he have redirected the number as the bad guy um, from his phone? But it sounds like his phone works too. So I'm not sure you can do SIM duplicate, duplication. I think you can only jack the SIM. You can't have it in two places. So I don't know. Something fishy about that. I'm a little worried for Bill. We're going to step out for a break here. Feel free to get on uh, line 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. That's also why I like the Ubico key because it's literally in my pocket. No phone numbers. It's got to be plugged into the computer, and my finger has to touch it. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. The lines are all jammed up, so we do appreciate you guys calling us on this uh, lovely Saturday morning. I've, Sam Samperio is talking about a foot of snow somewhere. I hope he's wrong. Well, come on, Sam. That's, that's crazy talk, I hope. Let's go to your calls. We're going to go to Lori in Deep River first. What's going on, Lori? Yes, good morning. Um, I have a... Oh, sorry. I have a Pavilion, HP Pavilion 17. Yeah. It is working on Windows 10 home version 2004, so it's been around the block for a while. Mm -hmm. And what we're trying to do is to, it, it, yeah, we're trying to destroy, we're trying to wipe it out completely. It's been replaced for my mother-in-law. She now has a brand new one, so she's nice. all set. And this one needs to be 
recycled without any information on it. So it's either do it. We just want to clean everything off of it. Right. Are you going to donate it to somebody? No. We're not sure who to do it to. We can, we're thinking on just putting it in the recycle and it will probably be picked out from the recycle bin at our local transfer station. So right. it, it's older than thin and slower than molasses, okay. and, you know, yeah. instead of so, winter. So. <laughs> so you could do something simple, just format the C drive. That's a basic process, um, which would format the hard drive. Uh, we could put some... Give her, give her some information on how you format the drive. Go ahead, Bob. But being Adele, there should be an option in there if you do a system restore to uh, set it back to factory and wipe out all, you know, it'll format the drive and then re, uh, restore the operating system to factory when you got it. Okay. I do see that um, to reset this PC, if it isn't running well, resetting it might help. And that will... But the problem is that this lets you choose to keep your personal files, and we do not want to keep personal files. Right, you would choose not to. You would choose not to keep them. Okay, so we can just get started on that. You can do that. The other idea is simply to take the hard drive out of the computer. Okay. So you can do your your reset like you just chose to, removing all the data. Then take the hard drive out of the computer and... I have to say this, with safety glasses on, um, <laughs> take a hammer to the hard drive, or if you have a, a drill bit that's a metal drill bit, just drill a hole right through the hard drive. That's good. Yeah, yeah, we've done that sort of thing before. And yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that, that would, it, it, it's a great target. Yeah, we were thinking of blinking it. So when <laughs> say that again? It, it can be a great target. Um, like a shooting target? Yeah, you know. Oh. I've but, uh, seen that done before. Have you seen that done yeah. before, Bob? Yeah, frequently, actually. For hard drives? Yes. Oh, that's great. Yeah. They make good go. targets. Wouldn't that ricochet? Wouldn't that bam? No, bullet? absolutely not. It shatters them. Does it really? Okay. All right, so I would tell you to wear safety glasses for that, too, Lori. <laughs> Considering I work in ophthalmology, I already know that one. There we go. There we go. Yeah. We're good. Okay. Uh, so doing that and then removing the hard drive, hard drive is really the best way of you. Yeah, you will be certain in that case. If you do the yeah. wiping and then you go ahead and drill it or shoot it or hammer it. <laughs> I think it's the first time on the show in 25 years we've talked about guns and computers at the same time. Oh, well, you know, it's a rainy Saturday. What else are we going to do? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully that helps, Lori. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a good day now. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> you never know what's going to be on this show. You just never know. How to, <laughs> why not? Why not shoot your hard drive? Um, <laughs> let's go to Carmen in Guilford next. What's going on, Carmen? Yeah. Uh, good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, question on charging blocks. I received. Oh, I bought a new iPhone SE, uh, you know, 10 SE. And it obviously comes with the cable, but it didn't come with the block. So I, my wife ordered a couple of them from Walmart aftermarket, I guess you call them. So my concern is obviously are they virus-free or is there something to be concerned about when they're aftermarket like that? There is something to be concerned about. Um, you never know if this aftermarket device has got some sort of built-in spyware. We've had discussions about this in the past. Uh, you never know. Um, so I would tell you to be concerned, and Apple would prefer you to buy it from them. 
Okay, no worries about that. I have no problem doing that. I just didn't realize that my old charging block does not fit the new new cable right. cord. That's why so, Apple makes all their money. They make a lot of money on these silly cords. <laughs> Uh, so I would, I could be a little overkill on my concern, but then again, it's a third-party device. Device that's plugged into your Apple, right? And they have, there have been known um, compromises using those third-party interfaces. Yeah, correct. All right, I that's what I was concerned about. I have not, I have not even received them yet. She just ordered them, and I was just before I even uh, do anything with them. I wanted to check with you. Yep, I would just tell you to use the 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 company stuff. I mean, if I ever if I ever bought Apple someday, which I don't think I ever would, I would do it. The same thing with my uh, Pixel. I will always use the the Google provided cord, um, or or purchase it from Google again if I ever lost it. Well, what about just uh, I, uh, my carrier is uh, I'll say it. I'll, my yeah. carrier is AT and T. What yeah. if I went to their store and then bought it from them? Is that the yeah. same? Would that consider aftermarket or would that consider Apple? No, they'll have an Apple product. They'll probably have aftermarket and Apple. They'll probably have both for you. Okay, gotcha. All right, thank you for your help today. No, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, yeah, you got to be careful. I mean, I know it sounds a little paranoid, but we know how the sausage is made, and, and maybe I am a little paranoid, um, but because of the, 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 the world we're in and the manufacturers of this equipment, you, you just don't know if it's – if it's secure or not, I know it just sounds crazy and Especially call me crazy. Since it's almost all made in China now, right? <laughs> you just you just never know. Let's go on to Jack in Broadbrook next. What's going on, Jack? Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, a quick question. I was listening earlier and I caught the end of it. My call concerns using PayPal and Venmo. To yeah. transfer money back and forth between my son and my daughter and and other known people. Yeah. I, am, am, am I correct that you are not a fan of that? I'm not a fan of it, and my kids hate me for it um, because the kids these days move money around back and forth with Venmo like crazy. Um, so PayPal, of course, is much safer. It's a very well-known service so if you're using paypal to move money around i'm not sure how you do it but i don't use it um that's great venmo makes me a little nervous again it reaches it just reaches into bank accounts and things are banging around um and you've heard i can post story after story after story of venmo issues with payments and and vendors but if you know the person you're sending it back and forth to it is safer than if you don't know the person i contend um but it just makes me nervous to have a third party reaching in and out of bank accounts it's as it is that you know the whole issue of moving money around within bank accounts has had issues. Um, we've had stories about even payroll companies who have, you know, inadvertently made an error, and paid people twice, and then re- reached back into their account and pulled it out. Well, they're not supposed to be able to do that, um, according to the uh, approved banking policies that are out there. My son had the uh, Georgia uh, Power Company that he does Speak business up. with. My son had the Georgia Power Company he he deals with. Yeah. Uh, he had that set up for uh, direct payment. Yeah. And they uh, actually uh, pulled the money out four times. Yeah. In a week. That's not good for your son. <laughs> yeah, he caused him to go overdrawn. Yeah. So, that, I mean, it's just, again, these this automation, I mean, it's a great convenient thing, but there's a lot of error areas for error, and, and uh, I would just be nervous about it connecting to any bank account of mine. Can I, can I ask you a broader issue? Sure. It just seems to me like going forward, there's going to be more and more digital exchange of yeah. 
quote, money. Mm -hmm. So how, if possible, are institutions, in your opinion, kind of preparing for preventing fraud and mistransactions and so forth, or, or is that on the horizon? Oh, they're working hard at it. Don't get me wrong. The bank, bank, banking institutions are working very, very hard to prevent this. Um, and I agree with you. You're going to find more and more of this stuff happening. I would just contend to use a third party like a credit card company, right? Um, those companies have been moving money around digitally for decades. And if we can make it so that they're not reaching directly into your bank account and you can pay the bill after you reviewed it, at least it's not instant instantly losing the money you know you're dealing with a third party i would just contend that might be nice having instant money is a little risky i think just me you know we'll see what happens thank you very thank you very much guys have a great day you too jack we're going to be here till 11 o'clock so stick around one line open for you 800-966-WTIC 522-WTIC this is computer talk we'll be right back We are back. So I did a little bit of research during the break. And uh, the great thing is Venmo does allow you to attach a credit card. And according to this article, the safest way to use Venmo is to use a credit card as your primary funding method, as opposed to using a debit card or a direct link to your bank account. Because, you know, if it makes it, if they make an error where they pull too much money out of your checking account, all of a sudden you're dealing with actual money that is gone versus a credit card issue that you can deal with at a later at a later stage you have multiple billing cycles that you can deal with to figure out if your credit card was impacted by a fraudulent venmo so that's what i would recommend you do and i actually put the link up there to this article for you um let's get back to your calls we're going to go to weathersfield and marcia next what's going on marcia good morning um two questions for you first Mm -hmm. of all what is and the purpose of and safety associated with using DuckDuckGo? as well as I've heard you mention, is it open DNS? Yes. Okay. Could you just discuss those two items, please? Yeah. DuckDuckGo kind of promises that when you do a search on using their search tool, that you're not going to be tracked, right? So, you know, I, I'm doing a search for um, a new case for my phone. Everywhere I go, whether I'm on Facebook or anything I use now, I get these ridiculous ads for case phones, right? No matter where I go, I just deluge with phone case ads. DuckDuckGo promises that they will not do that to you. They will keep your searches private. That's what they're offering you, some level of privacy um, when you're on the internet. OpenDNS is a safer way to surf the internet. So imagine like a, I think of it as a parkway. You know, you're, you're able to go down a parkway where there's no trucks on that parkway, right? So a nice little safer road versus the wild, wild west of the main interstates. And as long as you're surfing more safely, the bad guys are going to have less chance of infiltrating your system because you're not on the uh, wide open Internet, if that makes some sense to you. 
Sure. Um, on DuckDuckGo, are they affiliated at all with Google? I Somebody said that last week, and that would make no sense to me. Um, I said, you know, someone had told me, well, they're, they're on the back end, and I said, well, that defeats the purpose, because now they still have, you know, access to all of your information, what you're doing. Yeah, and i got to do some research on that to see if it, it makes sense. Now, believe it or not, Bing, remember Bing search engine, which is a Microsoft search engine? Early on, they were actually leveraging Google's algorithms to produce the search results because their search engine was so bad. I can't imagine that I can't imagine that DuckDuckGo is affiliated with Google at all because it would completely defeat the purpose. Um, yeah. I would think, but if they promise that they're not here, you go Bob. Bob did some well, research. We oh. talked about this before. Yeah, we and did. The same thing is coming up. Google transferred ownership of the domain name duck.com ah, that's right. to DuckDuckGo. So really good. They're not really affiliated. And Right. Uh, also, there's another article that says that Google has quietly added DuckDuckGo as a search engine option for Chrome users in 60-plus markets. So they're not affiliated. So, the, the, yeah, the confusion comes in. I guess Google must have owned the URL of Duck, right? Duck.com, yep. And so DuckDuckGo, yeah, they must have gone to Google and said, hey, Google, you don't need DuckDuckCom. Can we buy it from you? And yeah. Google said, ah, whatever, here duck. you go. DuckDuckCom. Duck. duck. Yeah. Duck.com or two ducks or one duck? No, one duck. One duck. So duck.com. So that's all they did. And that's what's getting yeah. this confusion. That's they were out. cyber squatting. So they, sold the <laughs> they sold the duck.com to duck.go. The no, they, they sold a single duck.com to duck.go. Duck.com. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about internet. You know, all these people, these crazy cyber companies using weird names to call their company. But it's what they did. They wanted duck.com and Google owned it. Just like we own tabinc.com, right? We own it. And somebody could, somebody could come up with a, a search engine that says, I want to be a search engine, and our, our search engine is going to be tab, tab, go. <laughs> so we want to buy tabinc.com from you. So we would say no, but in this case, if you're going to pay us a billion dollars, we'd do that. <laughs> Here's our tabinc.com, and we're all going to go to retire. That's what happened. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the search engine DuckDuckGo is then, you think, complete, you know, away from anything else. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. A, I would say it's safe, and I would say it's a little more private for now. Yeah, until they get bought. Have, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. You go ahead. Would Would you also have OpenDNS on your computer? Yes. Well. That, OpenDNS is a Cisco company. Um, so you're going to now not have – when you surf with OpenDNS, I would contend that your Internet provider's DNS is not being used, meaning they can't track you. Right, internet providers like Comcast, Cox, and all those guys want to sell our data. They've been allowed to do so, but if yeah. you use OpenDNS's DNS information, they have less chance of doing that. Now, if you're using a Chrome browser, right, you're using Google Chrome or any of the other browsers, they also want to know where you're going. And so, what they do is put cookies on it. So you could go ahead and search and DuckDuckGo all day long, but if you then go to a site on Chrome because of DuckDuckGo, who knows that you went there? Right, Google. Yep. <laughs> right. I get all kinds of ads. So how do I um, download OpenDNS, and is it free? It is free, and it's nothing to download. You're just, you're just going to set up your DNS settings in your network to use a safer Internet. So we can put the instructions again as to how to configure it. If you configure it on your router, all the devices in your home will be more safe. You then can configure actual filters that say, People on my network in my home can't go to inappropriate websites, and you can figure out what those might be. 
Um, you can actually limit access to certain content yourself, making your system more safe, uh, further more safe. But you will not be allowed to go to malicious sites using non-malicious sites by using OpenDNS because they're already cataloged and they'll keep you away from them, which is kind of nice. Okay, so you'll put those instructions? Oh, yeah. Um, okay, thank you so much. I really enjoy your show. Oh, thank you. We appreciate thank it. Thank you. Enjoy yep. your day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. So let's move on to, let's try to get Rob in in New Hartford. What's up, Rob? Rob, you there? Yeah. What's Can up? Can you hear me? Yep. Uh, I got a relatively new Acer laptop, and yesterday I received a brand-new Samsung portable 2-terabyte SSD that I was okay. going to use as a data drive. Sure. Uh, so I plugged it in. It's my D drive. I mm -hmm. formatted it, and I was able to get about a terabyte worth of data copied to it, and then the source from that copy is going to be my backup. Uh, so I did that last night, and I woke up this morning, and my computer is telling me that the two terabyte external drive is a 42 megabyte drive, and all the data is gone. That's an awful message to get in the morning. Yeah. So I reformatted the disk again. Yikes. And, of course, now the, the disk is wiped clean, but it's still telling me it's only a 42-megabyte drive. So the drive might have come with a two, two areas on it. It might have come with a little 42-megabyte area and then the full 2-terabyte area. But you said you saw the 2-terabyte at one point. Last night, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have formatted it. I think that... Uh uh, drive that or the partition that the data was on just got hidden. You think so? I think so. I think it was there. Who would have hidden it? The operating system. All right. How would you unhide it? Well, you got to go in and get in under, in under properties. But you, you know. can't, all, you're only seeing 42 megs now. Well, yeah. Well, megs you, or gigs? Megs. Okay. Yikes. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's, that's really bad. That's like the... Uh, the... Uh, the database that you know the where all the information is stored. Yeah, the fat table. The fat table. Yeah. Okay. Not the now I'm, I'm not overly worried because I still have all the original data. Right, but your your drive is definitely wonking out. If you formatted it, Rob. Yeah. And you didn't make any other changes, and and you're seeing now your 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 data is missing or gone, and you only have a 42 megabit sector. You can try reformatting that drive to show up as a two terabyte system, but I think you tried that already, right? Yeah, and the the only option for size of the drive is the 42 megabytes. Yeah, so there's something really wrong with that drive's fat table. So when you formatted it, did you format it as NTFS? or He must have because he saw two terabytes FAT32. before. Yeah. Did they give you any options when you formatted it originally, Rob? Uh, NTFS? Yes. And FAT. FAT, yeah, you don't want to use FAT. And you, but you chose NTFS because you had a two terabyte partition, right? Last night I did. Right, right. <laughs> I think that thing is failing on you, Rob. It's brand new, right? You for, it's it's got no data on it, right? Right. Send it back. Okay. Don't you should not have to mess with this drive further because I don't trust it already. Even if you make it work and get the two terabytes back, something's wrong with that drive. I think the boot sector of that drive is messed up. Somehow. I would just send it back. So All if right. you go into your device manager yeah. or, or the uh, disk management 
what does it show up under there? If it doesn't show up as a you know two terabyte drive there, yeah, I would say what, do what Eric said. <laughs> Send it back. <laughs> okay. I've, I've always had such good luck with Samsung's external drives. This is disappointing. It is. It's, I'm sorry that it happened to you, but then again, that's the world of computers that we all live in. Um, it's almost not worth figuring out granularly why it happened, right? It's acting very weird, very strange. And for for me to tell you to keep working with that drive, if you're going to use it as a backup, and it's already starting this way, it's it's not smart of me to tell you to do that. And it's brand new, so just send it back. Get an RMA for it. Go 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 on with Samsung. Get an RMA number. They'll send you a different drive. They probably will even tell you that you don't have to even bother sending that one back if I had to guess. All right. All right. Get go that way, okay, Rob? Hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You're welcome, sir. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye bye. Yeah, when you start seeing things act weird like that, it's usually not a good idea to continue with them. We're going to step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls. Tom and Danny, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tom, and we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. And then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And we are live over at WTIC's Facebook page. Feel free to put a comment out there, say hello, let us know where you're listening from. It's kind of cool. We would type back, but we just have too many too many systems here running, so we're not able to really type back on the comments page right now. Um, let's get to your calls here. We're going to go to Tom and Windsor Locks next. What's going on, Tom? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, I usually listen to you guys in the uh, on the Saturday mornings, mm-hmm. and I've heard you say what antivirus programs you're using nowadays. Yep. Uh, you know, I've heard it, but it never really sunk in because I didn't need it. Now sure. McAfee has just advised me that they're they've expired. Yep. Uh, what do you suggest I put onto the computer now? So we would recommend WebRoot. W e b r o o t. Okay. And it's a U- it's a Utah company recently purchased by Carbonite. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we use it also in our in our professional work. So it's okay, and that's a free. Um... No, 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 no. We don't recommend anything free, Tom. Okay. In the old in the old days, we used to when viruses were just simple things that were putting out you know a bunch of emails to stuff your email box. When those days were are long gone, now they'll just okay. destroy your data and ransom your your company. So you need to pay for antivirus. Webroot is a good choice. It's about twenty five bucks a year. It's not it's not a very expensive oh, that's solution. Not bad. Okay, yeah. and it will do a good job. Okay. Very good. My wife and I don't go anywhere really searching anything difficult, but uh, just want to make sure I got the protection. Exactly, and it really doesn't come down to that. I mean, you could search the most benign. You could search a website for pizza. You know, your local Uh pool guy, his website could be compromised, and it could easily load malware right on your system. So Uh, it's not you. It's it's the Internet. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Very good. I feel a lot better now. Very good. Thank you for the help. Anytime. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, this, you, you gotta. You can't run around naked on the internet anymore. You have to use proper protection, and that's WebRoot. And you have to go down a proper path, and that would be using OpenDNS. Those two things can dramatically reduce your chances of being impacted by something malicious. OpenDNS right now is free, it's still free for home use, um, and WebRoot is is twenty five bucks. is not very expensive. Let's go on to Danny and Glastonbury. What's going on, Danny? Hey guys. Got a question about a micro SD card. Yeah. 
I wanted to expand uh, my tablet, my tab, my S2. Right. And I've ordered a 64 gigabyte uh, micro SDHC twice. All right. And when it comes, it turns out it's a micro SDX, not SDHC. Okay. Can I put an SDX in my tablet, not a SDHC? Sometimes X is just a, it just covers all the bases. Yeah. Maybe it's an extreme. Yeah, because it says for f- full video, faster mobile performance. Right. So it's probably just a better version of it. So I would say try it. I couldn't tell you for certain if it'll work in the uh, Samsung S2, but if if your but device it won't takes damage anything, it just won't work. Right. It'll just won't show up as the storage you're looking for, or it will. Okay. All so right. Uh, SpaceX. Uh, Cargo launch tomorrow to the space station from Florida, yeah. and the Starship may go off tomorrow from Texas. Right, as a belly flop test? That, yeah, the belly flop, though, with the flaps and everything. I can't up, wait up, to see that. <laughs> up, um, you know, like 15 kilometers. Right, and then come down and belly flop and hopefully right, survive. Right, belly flop and flare up and land. Unbelievable. Very cool. I can't wait. We're and all looking forward to, to it. Texas from California. Yes, he's a smart man. No one said he wasn't a smart man. Well, he spends so much time down there with the with the starship too. So, yeah. I'm sure the taxes have a little bit to do with it. Uh, also, how he was treated during the COVID. Yeah, they, they 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 didn't do a very good job on him. All right, guys, thanks a lot. Thank you, Danny. All right, anybody else going on? Let's see what's going on here, Bob. As far as who's on the line? Yep, we're going to go to John in Manchester next. What's going on, John? Hey, um, I mistakenly um, allowed uh, a scammer to, to access my uh, laptop through login um, and got kind of far down, um, you know, them uh, just uh, basically identifying what they said it was an EXE file that was a virus and it uh, really wasn't. And so they were trying, right. to sell me, trying to sell me something or whatever. So um, I kind of watched them the whole time that they had access to my laptop but um, and obviously never paid them or anything or allowed them to lead or do anything to a file. Just curious, other than running antivirus and etc. on the machine, you know, run uh, malware, Sophos, uh, anything else that you would uh, recommend that given that they did have access that I do? I just hate I just hate that they had access to your system like that, John. Um, you don't know what they put on it. You know, and they they were not going to put a program that looks like a virus on it. They're going to put they could put things on it that just are regular programs, right? They're going to use to remote access. So, if that ever happened to me, if I was in some sort of you know Merlot induced uh, guard down situation, um, <laughs> stupid, <laughs> yeah, I would uh, I, I would literally format and reload my machine. Uh, you, I just don't you just don't know what they were doing on there. You were watching, yes. But these these guys are going to do whatever they can to load whatever they want on their system, and I know they're trying to tr- extract about three hundred bucks from you, correct? Yeah, That's even it. more. Yeah, six hundred. Yeah. <laughs> six hundred now. Jeez. Um, and I don't think they're really that interested in putting bad stuff on your computer. They're really just interested in tricking you into paying you paying for nothing, paying buying something yeah. that's not worth anything. So they may not have put anything on there, but they might have. And so for me to be completely comfortable with using that computer again for with anything you know sensitive you know banking or what have you might do with it i would wipe and reload it that's just me but you can okay. put you know you can put malware bytes on there and all sorts of things on there but i don't think they're going to load malware that's detectable 
they're going to load a program that's usable, like log me in or what have you, or any kind of remote activity or rem- remote connectivity tool if they really wanted to get back into John's computer in Manchester. But I really don't think they did. They just wanted to extract 600 bucks from you. So I'm probably overly pessimistic and overly paranoid. Uh, but again, we know we know how the sausage is made. So if somebody else right. is on my machine, I don't know what they're doing on my machine, even, though if, even if I'm watching them, really. Right. So okay. So the, the most extreme step would be reformat. I mean, in the meantime, I've seen passwords and all that other stuff. But um, like you said, they if they put something on there that's not detectable, then I just don't know. And what other what other what other things did they do to extract information? Maybe they were extracting, you know, information from the machine while they were quote unquote working on it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Really much appreciate your help. All right, John. John. Thank you. Yeah. It's a really kind of a creepy feeling when you've let somebody into your system that you don't know about. I want to thank everybody for joining us on this uh, lovely Nor'easter Saturday morning. And uh, I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live. I want to thank Matt back in Farmington at the Farmington Studios doing everything remotely. Eventually we'll see your face again someday, bud. And uh, I want to thank all you guys for being on the WTIC Facebook page there watching us live. Feel free to post it, share, comment, whatever you'd like. That way Zuckerberg deems our show worthy and it might get to other folks. See you next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.